Hi, I'm Holly Girth. Each week, we'll bring you a little more encouragement as a follow-up to our latest episode. This week, I'm sharing a little story about the dream machine. In Texas, the summer stretches long and lazy as hounds. If you're a child in such a place, then your only hope is to stay submerged in some type of water for as much time as possible or find a diversion entertaining enough to distract you out of heat stroke. One blazing afternoon, my best friend pounded on our back door and described finding a treasure at a garage sale worth pooling all our allowance money to purchase. So we hopped on our bikes and went back to the scene of the discovery. And there it sat in all its glory. An old paddle boat, the color of bright yellow margarine. Its underside retrofitted with wheels so it could be driven on land through the use of two sets of pedals. We bought it immediately. My mom surveyed our purchase and insisted we add an orange safety flag. It waved above us at the top of a white stick as we set out like a Sherbert circus. The wheels were wider than the sidewalk, but we were forbidden to drive on the road. So we straddled concrete strips in front of unsuspecting suburban houses and left skid marks in the grass. When we tired of touring, we decided to retreat to my friend's street, a cul-de-sac with a house being built at the end of it. Our dream machine, yes, we named it, became an all-terrain vehicle as we made circles in the mud and then pedaled down the new cement driveway at NASCAR-ish speeds. Such a spectacle could not go unnoticed. Before long, children of all shapes, sizes, and ages began to peer out of windows and step outside doors. Our appropriately colored paddle boat became a taxi, and we offered rides to any willing passenger. As I recall, at one moment we had five kids piled on the back, hair flying in the wind, shirts sticking to shoulders with a mix of sweat and fear-laced adrenaline, the stain of popsicles still on our fingers. We owned the world. And then, without warning or explanation, the steering wheel fell off. We slowed to a halt, debarked, and stared at the former glory of the dream machine with sighs and head scratching. I'm sure someone's mother hollered for them to come home and someone else had a Gilligan's Island rerun to watch and another kid got hungry. My friend and I found ourselves alone with the wreckage of that unexpected summer wonder. The details fade out of focus here, but the two of us must have dragged it out of the cul-de-sac and into the corner of our garage or backyard. It's funny, I don't remember feeling regret about how we treated that poor paddle boat. We never thought, maybe we shouldn't have enjoyed ourselves quite so much. We didn't say, we really shouldn't have shared it with anyone. We knew better than I seem to know now that nothing in this world lasts forever. We are dust and our lives have all the lovely brevity of wildflowers. See Psalm 103 verse 15. At some moment, the steering wheel always comes off and the ride is over. I've lost several dreams in the last decade. Things in my life I cherished and chose and took to with the wide-eyed wonder of a child on the pony she never expected to get for Christmas. And when I think about those dreams, I sometimes feel the way I did in the street the day the steering wheel fell off. A little sad, confused, and unsure of what to do next. 
Part of me wants to climb into the front seat again and stay there until time impossibly turns back. Part of me wants to figure out how to fix the problem. Part of me wants to get very spiritual and explain it all away. But those are the grown-up parts of me. The wiser, younger part inside knows we all must face moments of letting go. When something turns out to be temporary, the time we had with it isn't worthless. It's precious and irreplaceable. My friend and I went on to have other adventures. We played hide and seek, occasionally terrorized teenage lifeguards wearing smirks and silver whistles captured dozens of baby turtles from prohibited golf course ponds and treated them like rare green jewels that just happened to eat wilted lettuce and leftover ham. The summer slipped into fall, school resumed, and life went on, because that's what life does. I don't know what happened to the dream machine. I hope somehow another pair of kids got hold of it and turned it into a pirate fort or a slightly smelly sandbox or a makeshift bed for a dog with freckles on its nose. For me, it will always be a sole signpost from my childhood, a reminder of being reckless and present in the best ways, something odd and lovely and true, a yellow margarine memory whispering in my ear. It's a brave thing to stay fully alive in all your living. You can find what I shared today in my book, Fierce Hearted, Live Fully, Love Bravely. And we'll be back with another episode of More Than Small Talk for you soon. Susie, Jennifer, and I hope you'll share this with someone else today so they can be encouraged too.